This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you send you off in style we want to welcome you back home tell us all about it were you scared or was it fine mouthhorn Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Karen Kilgariff. I am in Montana in my father's painting studio, as you can see from the Impressionist work behind me. It's a gorgeous gallery of, or is that all Jim's work? No, no, there's more in the garage, more in my home, and more in the homes of strangers, and perhaps in a neglected gallery. <laughs> but I meant, is all of the art oh, on sorry. those walls? Yeah, no, no. it is, all of that, and then the stuff <sighs> on the bottom is my nieces and nephews. Nephew, I have one nephew. Uh, the big but, one? But the work is my nephew's. I was, I, that was a, uh, yeah, a different apostrophe S. A possessive S I added to my nephew. Not a pluralization. I have one nephew. And it's his art. It is his, his singular art. I feel uh, like, first of all, we're with you. And secondly, when are you going to start that grammar podcast? Because this is I know. It's, everyone's going to love it. Everyone's going <laughs> to. It's interesting and fun to talk about. And punctuation. Welcome to Grammar Talk, period. <laughs> that painting in the middle, I would buy. That, that one of the sign Is that Pike's Place in Seattle? It is Seattle? Pike's Place Market. Yes! Yeah. I want that so bad. I bet we could work out a deal shortly. Okay. I could call my mm -hmm. dad in. He'll call his art broker and all the people <laughs> that he has under him. I'll call my people. Uh, yeah, he can't really paint anymore because uh, a bad wrist, but the memories are here. Are there any high school pictures of Chris Fairbanks that we could take a peek oh, at? Oh, uh, boy. Yes. yes there happens I've, to be one right in front are. of me. Hell yeah. Oh, boy. This is... Get ready. Get ready, is, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's actually pretty tame. <laughs> yes. 
He's having a great time in school. There we go. There's an angle. Yeah. Chris. Look at, that. Look at those You khakis. look like look at every those. boy on every NBC sitcom in 1991. I totally. I'm a, I'm a regular Kirk Cameron here. He has nothing on me. <laughs> look at my face. And I'm not even an evangelical um, Christian. He, he, I love the direction that Kirk Cameron's career took. Yeah, we have it to was be, a real left turn. He might be a listener. Hi, Kirk. If you're out there <laughs> living in his grace. If you haven't been Armageddon yet, and we hope you have not, welcome. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of fun. If, if, if those of you out there haven't taken the time to do it, just read his IMDb because there's a lot of straight to video Jesus learnings hidden in uh, in those in those movies. I believe the last thing I read about him was that he was very much a creationist. Oh, like and he's what old school, uh, super Christian. Dinosaur bones were planted to test They're, our faith. To test us. Yeah. And and I'm exhausted by them. I can't t- take it anymore. This test needs to end. It seems like every time I go on a hike, I stub my toe on another damn test. <laughs> Another You're dinosaur. Why did they hide them all throughout Montana? You're surrounded. How is Montana? Give us the update. This um, from one state to many others. I I mean, I was going to give it to you, even if you hadn't asked. I <laughs> left in a car. My friend uh, from Montana, a good friend, lives in Santa Barbara. We rendezvoused, drove separately, caravan style. Mm. Uh, drove through beautiful Las Vegas where I did receive a speeding ticket, but she was nice. It's only 10 over. 10 over instead of 20 miles over. I was cruise controlling. Suddenly they wait at right at the border where the speed limit drops and she got me. I will, I will take that. She is a nice lady. I, she liked that I pulled over at a safe spot. Then we drove up to Salt Lake City where we slept in Walmart. Yes. I'm so sorry. Oh, yes. Can I do a guess on how much that ticket's going to cost you? Oh, I would like to know. Oh, it's not on there? No. They didn't. No, it didn't it didn't say. Oh, do you have to go to court in Nevada now? That's what I asked. As long as I pay it, I don't have to go to court, but I bet it's a couple hundred bucks. Oh, they're going to send you a like a bill. Yeah, they sent me a ticket and then I call and pay the surprise amount. That'll be fun. Oh. Uh, so my guess is like somewhere around 295. Really? Well, because you're only going 10 miles over the speed limit. I, I think they adjust the rate based on how much you break the law. And I told her this and she didn't believe me, but it's the <laughs> truth. I have not gotten a speeding ticket before in my life. Really? Ever. Wow. I drive like, like an old man. Are you going to mar the perfect record of this young man? And she did without hesitation. I was like, <laughs> you know, this might be my first ticket if you give me one. And she's like, wow, good job so far. And then she shoved it in my face. But she was nice about it. But that's kind of high. That's higher than I thought. That's but my it, guess. It makes sense. It makes sense. Um, they really get you on those ones. And then we camped in a Walmart parking lot. The, the The old man who started Walmart apparently was a good Sam's member. And all of his parking lots even come with water hookups. You don't usually notice when, and I know you frequent Walmart quite Do a not. Bit. Do know. not. Well, Nuh-uh. where else are you going to get a TLC <laughs> shirt? Uh, they have all kinds of nice shirts there. We went inside, so we weren't just... And then uh, left that Mormon town and 
drove up to Missoula the next day. It was an easy drive. I immediately went camping. I slid down on river streams with shale rock that was like covered with moss and you just sit on it and slide down like the Goonies into these pools. There was like four different parts of this river. It was How so How long fun. was the slide? Six feet? Are we talking 25 feet? We are talking more than 25 feet. <gasps> Some no. of them around 20. The first one was a whopping 50 footer maybe. For real? Where you go under a log. So I had to lay coffin Mm-mm. style and yeah. the log went over my head. No. It's a very dramatic video. I will send it to you. If I put a thumping sound effect in it, it would look like we hit our heads because <laughs> at the last minute you duck down out of fear and it looks like you're flinching because you just hit your head. It's very dramatic. But it was so fun. It made me like laugh like I was 15 years old. Were Justin, you screaming? That was, that was awesome. Try that one. <laughs> like I was. And did you scream on the way down? Uh, no, I played it really cool. I was like, oh, this isn't going to be that fun. And by the third or fourth slide, yeah, I was giggling like a child. Nice. It well, was, that sounds really fun, though. Was it, the water really cold? It was in that river. But then the lake, which is in the mountains, like I drove up from this town of Hamilton where no one had a mask and uh, people were judging me because I didn't because of my hair. Probably I had a mask on. They were offended by that. And then California plates. That's the that's the trifecta. Well, you'll make someone angry in Ravalli County. Yeah. Um, but in Missoula's fall. And rightfully all, so. I, yeah. God, what am all I? All those things are gross. Yeah, I'm spreading false fear. <laughs> uh, but then you drive up in the mountains and this lake I thought would be so cold because, of course, the water is coming from melted snow. But it was right. more, it was like our ocean. That we have our ocean, uh, the one we bought year two yeah, of this podcast. I didn't want to let people know about that, but Karen <laughs> pulled and I pulled together. We bought some coastline <laughs> right near Catalina. Oh, uh, we had um, thirty billion dollars laying around, so we bought some California coastline. Hey, if I'm go- I'm not going to stop going to the beach. If I have to buy some beach so I can go there and play frisbee with my pals from a distance. <laughs> That's what I'll With my do. pals from Pepperdine. That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm going to do. Uh, All of that area. Like, have you ever driven and then kind of ended up in that like Starbucks in Malibu? It's the most you're so close to Los Angeles. It's not like you're far away at all. And the vibe is so intentionally different. Yeah. And and creepy presentational rich people. The coolest thing you can do is play it down. Yeah. Right. And they don't. They don't make it a fun surprise for later. You don't have to wear a big weird diamond necklace. No, they shove Just it right. Just chill in your out. Face. Yeah. Have it be a reveal. Yeah, realize that you have an equestrian store where you buy horse feed right <laughs> next to a Gucci store. <laughs> what kind of a person are you? And you don't. You always hear about Malibu. I I wasn't expecting what looks like horse country. Yep. And then the rich people just live in a sectioned off area, I guess, or on the side of that mountain. But yeah, you see or right they, down on that water. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is uh, underwhelming, so can, I guess. It's not that it. Yeah, it's not what you think or it's not what I made up in my head, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but then you so you camped at that lake that was not freezing. Yeah, it was it was the best. There was a campground and my friends went up early and there was two spots and 
we had fire. We got bit by a lot of mosquitoes. And that was the only bad part. I chopped wood. We gathered wood. We went down <laughs> to buy a hatchet from Ooh. some nice a hardware store. Where, from a troll under yeah, a bridge. Yes. I said these riddles three. He presented <laughs> me with a hatchet and a key to the gnome city. And, uh, and it did feel like that, though. Uh, it just felt like a magical gnome land it was great because of trees little trees little flowers i just it's i grew up around it and of course i took it for granted and and then now i'm back up there and i was just it made me turn to a 15 year old i had so much fun camping we used to camp in the redwood forest which is so crazy dramatic ancient like it's so we really had it nice in northern california did the, you ever the drive drive through that giant redwood yeah. Yeah. I remember Do, that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go down through there on the way back. It's totally worth it. It's the coolest stretch of land. And then there's a Bigfoot element that I really appreciate. Yeah. You've always been a Bigfoot hunter. I believe. <laughs> These aren't the tracks of a bear. <laughs> Every, this every, isn't a drunk man's prank from 1972 <laughs> every, at all. Every last words from someone who dies from a bear or a drunk man prank. <laughs> <laughs> this is Bigfoot. Certainly Wait not a, a second. Certainly not the drunk man that's lurking behind me when it's I selling hatchets over by the road. The the hatchets. I took a picture of the hatchet that we bought. I took a picture of the campsite, and all the murderino comments were telling me to get the hell out of that forest. <laughs> Please, for the love of God. Uh, did you guys do any hatchet throwing? I would imagine if you got drunk enough, you'd want to throw it at a tree. Well, how dare you? Of course we did get drunk, but no, we <laughs> reserved that for the BB guns we shot at... <laughs> Pyramids of cans of, of yes. seltzer and beer. Yeah. So we had uh, three BB guns on hand. Uh, I don't have any friends that have hunted. So we, we are, there are all BB gun owners, though. And sure, they're registered, licensed, daisy, pump rifles. <laughs> but we had so much fun by that fire. It was just. Now, how could you be sure? That you were shooting in a safe direction. I thought you could be, how can you be sure you were having fun? Being <laughs> that you haven't been around people and don't know what to compare it to. Anything is fun. We, uh, everyone was responsible. We picked the direction we were going to shoot. And then I did a little road scouting where I, where I went down, a little road scholaring where I <laughs> went down and made sure there was nothing behind that backdrop. But it did. Oh, good. Once the slingshot came out and we were actually shooting rocks, <laughs> which go quite a bit further and more, more dangerous than a BB gun, that's when I really checked the surrounding area. <laughs> Our neighbors, it was mostly people up there that were running away from California or other states because Montana's numbers are pretty low. Yeah. Uh, and I got a test right when I got here. And I got the results the next day. I'm still negative. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Every time I do it, it's just for bragging rights. <laughs> I'm negative. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was, uh, yeah, I've had a great time so far. That's great. Mm -hmm. And how long are you going to stay till Christmas? I know. At the, every day, <laughs> the, the last week has whizzed by so fast that I feel like I might stay more than two weeks. Totally. I don't think I will allow myself to stay here 
past August. I'll just, I'm putting a cap on August 20 something. And then I'll do I mean, it. I stayed when I went up to visit my sister, I stayed for a month. I was just like, why leave? It's like low numbers, chill. Everyone's wearing it, masks. You're right. Yeah. And my sweet neighbor is looking after my plants. I have nothing at home depending on me. Certainly not a career, just a fern <laughs> and uh, a garzalia. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, I have two plants that are. It's being not worked. a garzalia. It's a sure. griselda and it's <laughs> it's very green. My the thing about my geralia is it is uh, it affects my joints. Yeah, my geralia. <laughs> I'm I have really an, bad geralia. Oh, the anti-inflammatory diet isn't helping. And then oh. I hold up my hand, and it's made of leaves. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen this before? Leaf. That's an fingers? extreme case. Yeah, I, my geralia is really growing. Ow, my geralia. <laughs> My Geralia. <laughs> now, on your caravan drive out, did at any point you and your friend ever call each other and then just talk on the phone while you were driving? Karen, we had CB radios. What? Uh, well, what? you buried the lead. Are you? Why wouldn't that be the first thing out of your mouth before you say this I've, is? It's you need been so long since I've used a walkie-talkie that I forgot they're not called a CB radio. <laughs> we had... Oh, you weren't on the yeah, on your back I, door? That would be require buying an out-of-day. I would have to buy it in a truck stop. And yeah. then you got to pick a channel. You uh, got to get a license. In, yeah, you have to be licensed. <laughs> you have and, to get your radio license. And you want the BB gun to go with this, right? <laughs> I When I was a kid in high school, it's so funny... It, it's such an experience, I think, that most... Maybe it was like this when you were in high school, but all the guys with trucks had a CB radio just to say, hey, we're eating at Little Caesars or there's <laughs> another fight today. Everyone yes. has to go watch this fight and you'd hear it from a CB radio. So I, for a while, I was thinking about putting a CB radio in my Ford Escort wagon, um, but I didn't. I realized I didn't want to go to those fights. You didn't want to be tapped into the hotline, the fight hotline? It's so funny. And then we'd talk to truckers. That was like a fun thing to do. That's dangerous. Yeah. Well, if you speak in their language, like, hey, I got a smoky <laughs> on your tail, Taylor, Taylor, tail, tail, Taylor. I got do you a like Taylor Swift? <laughs> See, they would have seen right through me. Once you mentioned <laughs> the sewing of clothes or uh, a music artist that wasn't born yet, <laughs> they would... Uh, what else do you say? You got Smokey. To truckers. Over and out. Roger that. There's a, there's a big brown bear on your back door. Oh, is that another? That's when I came up during the convoy. There was a real uh, trucker kind of trend that happened. It was after 1976, I would say, because that was all about the bicentennial. When that kind of died down, this this trucker trend started. And it was all that. Remember the movie Convoy? I and it was remember like this song. Cross country big rig truckers like racing each other, I think, or some, or they were tr trying to outrun the police. <laughs> it was such a weird trend. Yeah. And all the movies that came out of just that, there's that subculture, like Smokey and the Bandit or Cannonball Run. It was all like, if we're going to be outlaws, we're going to do it on the road and we have to have truckers out there. Letting us know when there's a big brown bear on our tail. <laughs> or the um, Any Which Way But Loose, the Clint Eastwood orangutan movie that was also a trucker plot 
line? As far as I know, the guy that he fights at the end in because that took place in Carmel and my dad was down there going to art school. As far as I know, there's a character in there based on uh, his uncle, who was a a bar bouncer that did bare knuckle fighting. We can ask whose uncle? My father's. And the character's name is Jim and this guy's name is Jim. So maybe. Wow. Yeah. Uh, for a second, I thought you meant Clint Eastwood's uncle, which would make sense because he's a little bit closer to the project. But that's a better story because yeah. it's your dad's uncle. Clint Eastwood was the mayor of the town. My dad was a radio DJ, so he knew him. Have you seen Play Misty for me? The uh, wonderful film. He played a DJ in that. And so he watched my dad. Uh, work. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've yeah. told me the sorry. Yeah, sorry, yeah, I forgot. But that is that's one of that. That's like an early version of uh, Fatal Attraction. It's like, yes. uh oh, it's mo- creepier. I think it's like we've talked about all this. God damn it! Isn't that no? I don't know if we <laughs> talked about this. Wasn't the woman in that the one that died on the boat where Robert Wagner? No, that's Natalie Wood. The woman oh. in that is Jessica Walter, the oh. killer, and she's the mom from Arrested, Arrested Development. Development. Okay, I knew. Yeah, yeah. She that's called range. God. She can do it all. Yeah, she she just uh, got older and really funny. She's great. Yeah, she's a badass. Yeah, she's so good in Play Misty for me. It's unbelievable. I need to see it. I it's been since I was a little kid. Well, and also it's very 70s. We've had this conversation, but it's very 70s. So like all the shots and everything, it's very like, um, like my early memories. It was such a weird time. Yeah. I watched Carmel is so beautiful. And yeah. And that's the reason we watched Seems Like Old Times with uh, Chevy Chase when he was funny and Goldie Hawn. It was like, oh, yeah. Driving around our neighborhood that I didn't remember because I was a baby. You were just a baby. Now, have you seen Foul Play? Chevy Chase and Goldie Hawn reunited. Yes. In San Francisco. Are they linked? Those movies are like the same characters? No. Oh. I just meant the actors. Yeah. Wanting to work together again because the chemistry was so good. Was Charles Charles Grodin in those movies? No. um, It was Chevy Chase. It was Goldie Hawn. There was a man who played an albino. Dudley Moore played the comic relief. Yes. Um, Were there little people? Burgess Meredith. Yes, there was one. There's a part that, yes, to Bible salesman, it was, what's that guy's name? He's the most, well, I, like yes. one of the most famous because he was also in The Wizard of Oz. Billy oh, yeah. Barty. Billy Barty. What? How the yes. hell? How yes. the hell do you do? Billy? Fuck. Yeah. How the hell? Billy Barty. You just pulled that out <laughs> of nowhere. I wish I could do a fucking metal Grover scream right now to go, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? That's no, just it's the, metal. You know the ones that's like where they're just screaming or like. You know who's in it? You know who's in a that band? That's really upsetting. <laughs> There's a, uh, a kid from is that show atypical or it's typical? Atypical, yeah. Atypical. That child in that show is in a screamcore band, and no. it's really funny to look it up on YouTube. That's great. And it's a little cute boy. (laughs) Chris, you have a new impression. Goodbye. Goodbye, reggae character 
forever. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. your new. If I what could... if that guy was, what if that guy um, tr- was trying to write more um, sup- because times are so hard, even though he's still in his um, death metal, black metal, scream metal band. I don't know what it's actually called, but he now is trying to be a little bit inspiring. What would that, what do you think that would sound like, Chris? Uh, I, he was like, there we go that's that the, the moment he changes over yeah it takes place in a split second and all this his all of a sudden his dreadlocks aren't irie they're more like dreadlocks from corn yes corn locks did you know the band corn invented cornrows on a white person karen oh. <laughs> At the Texas State Fair? Yeah, yeah. They they came they played right next to the rodeo pit. On the Carnival Cruise Line, um, nineteen eighty two special. Oh God. I wanna go on one of those corn cruises. <laughs> you know there is one. You know there is. There's a three eleven just... one. There's a three eleven Amber is the color. I don't think anymore though, right? Because don't you automatically die on a cruise ship now? Yeah, yeah. Or they just, they let you board it and then they par- park it offshore for many months <laughs> and you get used to knowing the people at table seven. You're just every night for dinner. It's bags of peanuts, bags of peanuts. <laughs> well, I've made this episode all about me. Well, but you're the one doing something. I I have nothing to report. You've got to have something, Karen. Okay, let me dig into my files. (laughs) Did you you get a mysterious package? Have you had any fun talks? Did you send me a package? Did you happen to get any (laughs) flowers, Karen? Do you have any stories about flowers coming right now? (laughs) Oh, my God. Hatchet is the man with the hatchet. Deliver flowers. (laughs) What if I was that quick? It's an FT... FTP, their grindcore division. Yes. <laughs> Let's hear that commercial. Do you have a loved one? <laughs> Let her know that the cleansing rain is coming <laughs> with a bouquet of garzalias. <laughs> <laughs> yes, call back. <laughs> yeah, you Sweet. got it. That's the key you to still my... still got it. I, I still, I do have it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know it until I'm around a campfire with my friends because everyone that knows me, it's hard to make them laugh because most of them also do it professionally. But me and my friends, we laughed and they make me laugh. We laughed so hard. And you don't get that when you're at home alone. No, you don't. In the months. least. Yeah. No. And, and I appreciate that people listen to our podcast and say all of a sudden I'm laughing and I'm like, oh, what's that like? But man, hang out with <laughs> me and my friends. Just ridiculous campfire songs. Just making stuff up. Shooting each other with BB guns. Yes. Nowhere near the face. Just <laughs> in the legs or the buttocks. Just so much fun. It makes you laugh so hard. That it's, it hurts at first. But then it's just a fun reminder. That welt on your butt is a reminder. Yes. That you had a good time with your friends camping. It, yeah. It's an important, you don't want to get a tattoo and it's not convenient to bring a tattooing kit. Yeah. The BB is the second best choice. I do have a mark on my inner thigh from a BB at my friend Ross's 
uh, wedding, and it is still there. So it's a lot <laughs> like a tattoo. When did he get married? Oh, this tattoo, this BB mark is, I think, five years old. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could sue him. I, you Wait, know, was he... As the groom, was he the one shooting the BB gun? There's been people? so many lawsuits from that wedding. <laughs> all the bridesmaids, all of them got shot with BB guns. No, <laughs> I was the only one. There's a little subculture at that wedding. At wherever oh, cool. An underground? Was. Yeah, yeah. Wedding underground? Cool. Every good wedding has a subculture. Yeah. And this was nowhere near the actual citizens. We had our all of all the drunk guys in one cabin shooting each other with BB guns. But we act we, we clean up nice and we were good in the wedding. I mean, thanks so much for doing the bare minimum. I I I try to do the least. You're welcome. <laughs> now what would it sound like if uh the death metal guy went to that wedding? <laughs> I just want to say, this is my best friend, and I promised myself I wouldn't cry. Boo! Who? <laughs> there, that's, it's hard to cry, but that's what it sounds like. That's how a metal guy cries. Sorry. Now, is, I, I isn't that the Limp Bizkit sound? Yeah, but the cry is the same. It's <laughs> I actually think the metal disturbed. people will like that, <laughs> that crossover. Yeah, don't you? you I, trust me. It was Karen, not me, that disturbed Link Bisc Link Bizkit. <laughs> <laughs> Limp Bizkit and Disturbed. To two totally different bands with different <laughs> genres. And now, watch as I destroy System of a Down. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you say that they are anything that they only play at Foot Locker. It's not true. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Yeah, I actually kind of like a system of a down. I'm going to They're heavy. Ahead. Yeah, they are. It reminds me of Faith No More, which is one of my favorites. Ugh. I have my Ugh. little dark subculture of music, Karen. And now, I can't remember if I've told, bragged about my Mac, Mike Patton story. Have no. I ever? No, I would have. When I was... I love you. Him. Go carry on. Okay. Okay. I'll tell it really fast. When I was in high school, a senior in high school, Mr. Bunkle came and played in Petaluma because there was a band called Firehouse or Firehose. Firehose. And their, their equipment got stolen. So that it was like a fundraiser. And Mr. Bungle headlined. And we went because my friend Patty was going out with a guy uh, who was from the public high school and he was really edgy and cool. Uh -huh. And so we were like, yeah, let's all. And we had no idea what these bands were like at all. We were just kind of trying to be cool. And it was really uh, it was really fun and cool but then Mr. Bungle came out and they were so amazing and Mike Patton is the most beautiful human being on the planet like he is just perfectly faced and his whole setup is it just fucking spot on he had and long was, hair back then right yes yeah. he was like yeah it was like better uh well, that's mean comparison he was just the best <laughs> yeah. you don't have to do it a that better way. version of who <laughs> <laughs> All the hottest goss about uh, late 80s punk bands. Um, but at one point during this concert, uh, he was singing something and then it was like the bridge or whatever. And then he just turned and looked straight at me. It wasn't like the hugest room or whatever. And we were just staring at each other for a second. It was 
it was it, I was like, well, this is now my favorite band of all time. Like there were, I like had a moment and I'm sure that he was just like probably high and just staring around at people. It wasn't like a thing, but yeah. it was so exciting. And I've always loved Mr. Bungle ever since. I, I always did. And too. of course, Face No More. That first uh, I loved. I love and Mr. Bungle's from the Bay Area. So that's why your friend right. was pals with him. And I NorCal 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 man, uh, jacked up trucks and big black socks. <laughs> All the way up to your knee, bro. And That's right, man. I know how to chop down a tree. I know how to surf, and I know how to fight. But I don't know long division. Um, my they, the brim of my a, hat is the flattest. <laughs> yeah, it is the stiffest and the flattest. They wear the flattest hats. All right. I I I, I do too sometimes, but it's not. It's a skater style, not NorCal. Okay. There, there's a jazz, like frenetic jazz, like Zydeco. I don't know what it is, but this guy John Zorn made all the horns and weird the weird side of Mr. Bungle from that first mm-hmm. album. And I was so into it that I drew I drew Mr. Bungle and clowns and devil stuff on my notebooks because it was in the music. But my mom listened to it and she's like, oh, this sounds cool. Like, you know, cool. It was mom. good times. But they just scream six, six, six. And she's like, "Ooh, edgy. You think that scares me? You little shit. Clean your room. <laughs> but, Cat food, tuna casserole coming but, up. So then I got into Faith No More and he's such a good singer. Did you know he, like Mariah Carey, has seven octaves? Does he really? He is the best singer. It's his voice can do anything, and his voice. Know what else it did? All the monsters in I Am Legend, that Will Smith movie where it's the yes. end of the world, and yep. when it gets dark, all the like. That's that's, that's our Mike all Patton. Layers of Mike Patton. I saw it in the credits. It said monsters, Mike Patton. <laughs> that's amazing. He does like voice work. What can he knows he do? the shit? He's a he's. He's just the best. Does and he still ha- doesn't he still have long hair? No, it's short now. I saw them actually. There's a band called uh, Dead Cross, I think, that is him and a guy from Melvin's or Misfits or whatever. It's like a super group, I guess. And I was very excited. I rarely go to concerts, and I got a ticket. And then all of a sudden, you know, the show's twenty minutes late. Uh, tons of parents with their kids there with giant. earphones like so their ears don't get damp there was so many kids at this concert because uh i don't know the crowd didn't want to get a sitter and they came out all the guys in the band came out and they were like really serious looking and they're like um mike couldn't make it tonight like it seemed like they're about to cry and everyone's like oh my god this is either a prank or mike Patton just died because they said he had an accident we're sorry um (laughs) <laughs> we will still have a show tomorrow, hopefully. Uh, so they maybe didn't even say that. Everyone thought he had died, but yeah. he was skateboarding to the show. He's in his 50s <laughs> and fell and hit his head and cut his head open. <laughs> so I went the next night and it was Mike Patton. Yeah, with short hair and a big bandaid on his forehead. Yeah, he had to get stitches because he was skateboarding to the show. How cool is that, Karen? Of course, He's the realist of deals. <laughs> he is. He is. 
He's skated to his Hollywood concert. <laughs> Have you ever seen that clip of him and he's backstage at some like Monsters of Rock style festival thing? You've seen that thing where and Wolfmother yes. is playing. <laughs> he's like it's in the middle of answering a question. Well, the thing, what the hell is what this the crap? Fuck is this? <laughs> Could someone tell them what decade it is? God, it's garbage. I I remember seeing that and I'm like, oh no. But I agreed. They were like, woman, you need a woman. You got to say woman. <laughs> and he's like, what is this, 70s? And I know you know that they saw that. And that's oh, what yeah. ended that band. They wanted Mike's approval. The and thing, they never got it. Yeah. You better get it because it's all that matters. <laughs> it is. Who else do I know that loves Mike Patton so much? We're, we, we, we have talked about him nonstop. There, there is... Uh, definitely fans of this show that have shared Mike Patton stuff with me. They're out there, Karen. I mean, I again, we've, we've probably had this conversation <laughs> I two swear other we times. Haven't. I, I we haven't? Honest, no, and I, I had never heard the other thing you said. Well, I already forgot what it is, so that kind of blows my me cover. Meaning, the meaningful eye contact story that is not a story at all. I think you stared at me because my mouth was open. <laughs> I think I was staring up like, what? Who, who is this? I didn't know guys could look like this. I always uh, heard rumors that he's maybe hard to be around. I don't care. Because, yeah, during this show, the, the next night when they did have a concert, he brought one of those kids on stage and was singing the most sounding song. Because it is <laughs> that kind of band. This This band is like a harder band than... Faith No More, and there's a sweet little kid, and he would like gave the mic to the kid, and then the kid screamed, and it was part of the song, and it was a, the cutest kid ever who was How on old? stage for a whole song, and he made this Aww. kid sing, and the kid was like way into it. There's a lot of people in LA that were maybe at that show that remember that, but it was so great. How little old? Kid. Three years old? Four? Uh, yeah, four or five, yeah. For real? Yeah. Oh. Little kid. Not 11, Ow. not 10. I'm I'm not real good. At, I'm no younger than I younger than nine. I'm just gonna say that. Okay, all right. Yeah, could be four, could be nine. I worked at a daycare. I didn't pay attention. They were all just numbers that I had to keep track of. Made sure they didn't run into the street when I worked. Beautiful. At a Father wanted to meet you. Get him in here. Hi, sweetie. Hi. I just want to compliment you two on. The uh, how well you uh, I I can't hear. Oh, how well you do. Oh, that, how well you do good. This. Oh, we do do good. This well. <laughs> we do. Thank Here, you. I'll do it. <laughs> I was just gonna say that's a big compliment coming from you because we know you're a professional. You know how this stuff's actually done. Oh yeah. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just uh, just the uh, uh, the vibe that you two have with one another is impressive. It really is. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Dad. And I'm a big fan of yours. <laughs> Thank you. Me, not Chris. Eh, Chris, uh, I've grown to like <laughs> over the years. Yeah, I'm really growing on him. <laughs> it's going to blossom into a full relationship soon. <laughs> yes, keep it up. So how's everything in, in uh, Montana, Jim? It's hot. For you. It's hot here, but <laughs> everything is good. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, and... Uh, uh, the uh, virus hasn't uh, ravaged Montana. Thank God. But it's getting worse because we have people that know better. Yep. And don't mask up and uh, this this affinity for bars. Huh? I mean. I you know, I was thinking I, I miss going to a restaurant once in a while, but the bar thing? 
They're asking for it. Yeah. It's not smart. It's not smart. Bars are a big deal in Montana. Well, yeah. Yeah. But bars are causing problems everywhere. Yeah. That, that's the, yeah, that's foolishness. Even in my what? neighborhood, when everything was closed, there was one bar that was like, no, nope, we're going to, we're going to open up. We have, they're going to power through. Yeah. And I would walk by and glare at them. And I think, I think they got the picture. <laughs> Where are you but, specifically, Karen? Well, not specifically. I, am, specific. <laughs> I don't mean the address. What town I'm are in you the, in? I'm in, I'm in the valley. It's good to, it's good to, it's a good place to quarantine. Yeah, I'm she grateful. Has a swimming a pool that she swims in, but you're by yourself, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I have two dogs that, that I'm. That, I'm. That's, that's bad. I yeah. know. We were just talking about it. I went home and visited my family for a month because, and I didn't realize till I got there how uh, what a weird adjustment I had made to being by myself for three months. Because then I was around people, and it was like, you know, like you, you're kind of like weirdly excited about nothing, and you're like. So everything seems hilarious and like the best thing that's ever happened. It's that's yeah, crazy. that's what camping felt like. I it was like, <laughs> what is this new drug? Yeah. Friendship. Real. Other people. Yeah, she talks to two dogs and I talk to two plants. I don't know which is lonelier. <laughs> yeah, and and the the only other option is being with another person and hoping that's going well. Yeah. 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 That Good is luck. the other end of it. I know a lot of people that maybe are going to get a divorce after this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it asks a lot again? of people. Yeah. So it's, it's stressful. I would, it wouldn't be easy. I don't think that idea of there's just that one person's like telling you the same thing over and over, yeah. eating the same thing, ordering the same thing on Postmates. Yeah. And then your kid who would maybe sometimes be at school is just, I had so many stories throughout their young lives that all of my children started numbering them. <laughs> right? Oh, isn't that number seven? Mm-hmm. Having to do with being near the water? Yeah, I recall that. It's one. the biggest problem with this podcast is we, we, Karen and I have run out of stories. We just repeated number 53. Yeah, for real. We're bad. It's we're hard. No, we're, you only, we're irresponsible about it. Well, no one else is confronted by it. You know, there's never a time where you're like, you have to lay down all your stories and see how many you have. And that's what our job is. And I'm, I have to make stuff up now. I didn't yeah, go for camping. Real. <laughs> That's all a lie. It's all a lie, Chris. It was you delivered it so beautifully. I know, I just, so believable. Yeah, I'm not even in Montana. <laughs> this is a hologram <laughs> that my hand goes through. <laughs> I remember uh, being on the radio and talking about uh, skiing in Montana. I think I was in Monterey, and uh, I, yeah, it was a pretty primitive uh, ski resort to. Uh, one of the lifts just had a donkey and you'd grab the rope. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy, somebody called up and he said, you told that two years ago. <laughs> and, so I haven't repeated myself once in two years and you're complaining? <laughs> yeah. It, it really. It, it, Jesus, ease up. Yeah. <laughs> Ease up. You're this the one who's hard. I mean, this is four hours a day I'm talking. For yeah. real. You got to fill that time. Yeah. Yeah, also, yeah. we use we reuse jokes all the time. Of course, <laughs> all the time. You have to do it. Uh, someone made a board game like a a tic tac toe sheet or sorry bingo sheet 
that had the most repeated <laughs> jokes on it. It's and so I'm embarrassing. It was mostly things that I lives that have stood the test of time. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Free the free space was turtle eye contact, and it's okay <laughs> that I can repeat that. But actual statements that I've said over and over. Yeah. You didn't have a yeah. lot of repeats. I think you have a stronger brain. Thanks, Chris. I try to keep it fresh. I don't rely on my old go-tos like you do. Yeah. Always, do. always thinking. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I, I literally told two stories in a row that I've told like three times before. I no, See, now that it's happened so long, I think there's a paranoia that makes you think you've said everything before. <laughs> everything starts to sound familiar yeah, as you're saying is, it. This is a pretty good story that I'm about to tell. That means, of course, I've told it before. <laughs> we have no faith in ourselves. It's even harder now, though, in quarantine, because, yeah, like you said, it's like, I don't have anything to talk about except for the kitchen or Netflix, basically. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a dry time for <laughs> chit-chat <laughs> topics, right? It's tough. You, you got to go camping, Karen. <laughs> you really? got to lie and say you're going to camping. You really? I never like camping. I, we camped yeah. throughout all of my youth, I don't know. and now I find out my dad hated every minute of it. <laughs> never mind. I, I'm not an easy relaxer. You know, once I made the fire, put up the tent. Jesus, what's there to do? I do remember <laughs> you pacing around the campsite yeah. a lot. Somebody get something dirty. Oh, look, he's whittling again. Yeah. <laughs> or you wake up in that tent in the morning, and it's freezing cold, but yet it was hot all night. Yeah. You feel like you've been dipped in honey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, do I have to go to the bathroom, man. How yeah. far away is yeah. that thing? That dinky thing? Gosh, this is good. This yeah. Is good times. I just went through all of it, and it was great. And the tent even, I'd have to wake up several times in the night because of my advanced age. And the tent I was in was so cheap that the zipper would get stuck. So someone just heard me at 3 a.m., 5 a.m., 7 a.m. going, God damn it. I'm just yelling at the tent <laughs> in the middle Trapped of the inside. Night. That'd yeah. be bad. Yeah. The age thing comes into play as you start adding them up, as I have. <laughs> and, and, and you start to purchase something. I'm, uh, like I was going to buy shingles for the roof, and the guy said, uh, you want a 30-year uh, shingle or a 40-year shingle? Let's see, I'm 76. <laughs> Do I want to be climbing back up here at 106? Or yeah, that's the joke I always retell of my dad is he'd never he always turned down the giant mustard at Costco because oh, right. he didn't want it to be the last the mustard. Last. You don't want to, to buy the last. Yeah, to die and there to be leftover yeah. mustard. Tabasco uh, that's a 14 inch bottle. He, he leaves his children with seven ounces. <laughs> Of French's yellow <laughs> and the, <laughs> some Tabasco. You know what Menon body talc is? Have you ever seen that? By Menon. By yeah. Menon. Yeah, sure. The thing upstairs that was my dad's that has to be 50 years old. And I put mm -hmm. it on myself. I'm not going to say uh -uh. where, but I didn't know that it was a right. heirloom. Right. <laughs> Did you know I used it? Oh, I don't care if you use it. I just can't throw it away because it was his. Well, I just don't know if I should be putting expired talc on my nether regions. No, I would not. <laughs> right. I would not. 
Just in general, I would no, not. No, he put it on his face. He'd, he'd <laughs> shave and then use some aqua valva stuff. And then mm. he'd put this powder in his hands and get that sheen. I never got it. Yeah. But yeah. he was too scary to ask why. <laughs> <laughs> None of my business. Keep a low profile with that guy. Why are you doing this? See, Yeah, speaking of truckers, we were talking about truckers. Dad's dad was a trucker. Oh, wow. Yeah. Long haul or short? I uh, don't know. Short. 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 Yeah, he came home every night. God, I thought I was making something up. And he would uh, <laughs> pick me up and uh, like I'd come home visiting as you are. And he'd say, well, let's go out and drive. And I get to drive that damn thing. But he'd have to. Ooh. Yeah, he'd have to make out a uh, uh, driver trainee older and. And. Uh, in case somebody stopped us, right? Oh, right. Because I didn't have a, a Teamsters license. I keep finding I, out. To be able to drive a truck, it was a gas tanker, two trailers, two 8,000-gallon trailers, I think. <laughs> that was fun. It's like you're driving a couch down the road. Yeah. Because the other door is way over there. <laughs> And those mirrors, you're looking back in those mirrors, and uh, you, I could squash you like a bug. Yeah, really. Power. Yeah. It was, <laughs> Serious it was, power. Yeah. <laughs> so that's another way. I thought you'd never broken a law, and here I'm finding about this illegal truck driving operation. <laughs> you, you found out I was in jail the other night. Yeah, I didn't know my dad had life. been locked yes. up before. Why? A curfew violation. I was 12 <laughs> years old. I was 12 years old. <laughs> Before the bad uh, stuff, it, huh? I, I, Dark time? Yeah. <laughs> was, we was, uh, you know, it was this time of year, and a pal and I were sleeping in his backyard, and of course, it's midnight, let's walk around the neighborhood. And some cops saw us and started chasing. Well, I thought, this guy can't catch me. But I ran between two houses, and there was a tall fence, and I was done, and they took me in. Put me in the, put me in the car and took me in and uh, started, uh, the, you know, the threatening uh, dialogue and uh, interrogation. Yeah, said, <laughs> uh, "Okay, give us your parents' name, and you're going to call my father." <laughs> no, that ain't happening. <laughs> he gets up in three hours. You're not calling him. And they said, "Well, we'll put you in jail." And I said, "I'm sure that'll be unpleasant." But you're not calling my dad. <laughs> Finally, my buddy ratted me out. Oh, and nice. And my dad came down. He was a uh, large man, very stoic. You never knew where you stood much. And he was in in. intimidating, yeah. Yeah. Powdery. He said, uh, we're <laughs> Powdery. Walked in, put his hand, that huge hand on my shoulder and said, this one's mine. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and we walked out. and. He said, uh, is that the policeman that caught you? And I said, yeah. You couldn't outrun him. <laughs> that was it. Was <laughs> oh, he wasn't that mad? Never discussed again. And nice. Thought, Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, and then you knew it was going to be all right. No. Oh. There's a scene like that in Christmas Story, and I don't think I have the brain power to remember it. <laughs> But he thought oh, he was going to... Uh, the BB gun. The BB gun. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. He thought he was going to mm -hmm. be in trouble. Yeah. And she said, oh, 
he just fell on an icicle. I hear the Bears are playing tomorrow. And he was like, mm-hmm. oh. And oh, they- that was the fist fight. Oh, yeah. Too. Something like right. that. Yes. We watch Christmas Story every year here. Yeah, it's, it's a unreal. tradition. It is my life. It's exactly my <laughs> age. Same, uh, same uh, wallpaper. Same chenille bedspread. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Radio my brother shows? shared a bed. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. When you go home for Christmas, do you guys have movies that you have to watch? We totally watch A Christmas Story. There's yeah. some channel, and maybe it's what you guys do, too, that plays it all day long. Oh, yeah. So you ju- we just leave it on that channel, and then as people are, like, cooking and walking through the room or whatever, you just, like, sometimes turn it up, sometimes you turn it down. But we watch it all day. Yeah, out of order, and then you have to assemble it in your head like a Christopher Nolan movie. <laughs> It's the best movie, though. It really is like the story and those kids. Everything about it is the best. Everything it's like so watchable. Up. Yeah. 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 Totally. Other movies. And my dad loves it because he used to listen to those radio shows. So he was like Little Orphan Annie and the, you know, uh, I guess Lone Ranger, right? Yeah. Right. right. Lone Ranger yeah, yeah. and Dick West. Yeah. And they used to have cereal. Uh, you'd go to the movie theater and you'd walk in and you'd have your... 15 cents, you get a piece of taffy, and they were <laughs> pulling the, they had a machine that did that thing to the taffy, and they put it on a piece of waxed paper, real legit. And bring it into a dirty <laughs> movie theater? That's right. And you pop, and so you'd get uh, movie tone news was, there was no television, this was 1948, 49, yeah. so there wasn't a whole lot of television early in the day, yeah. and nothing you wanted to see in the daytime anyway. I think we got our first TV set uh, and turned it on, and the and the conventions were on. I think it must have mm. been fifty two. Oh 50 boy! Or Every kid loves a convention. Con- <laughs> political convention? What? What is this? <laughs> wow! And then you put taffy in your mouth that had a bunch of hair on it. Yeah. I can't yeah, get over yeah. this theater taffy. So oh, they had no, news but then- in a five-minute section played between movies and three or four cartoons and serials that were 15 minutes long that was a continu- uh, cliffhanger. Yep. Continuing story. Bunch of about eight guys in ill-fitting suits and hats <laughs> in fist fights inside a warehouse. That was a big scene. You always saw that. <laughs> was Tom Mix one of those serials? Tom Mix was uh, a serious cowboy. He yeah, was kind of a I, tough guy. He was a he was a real serious guy. Does your dad like Tom Mix? No, no. The, one of the first jobs I got um, in LA was doing coverage. Somebody was trying to bring back the Tom Mix series, but I had to read the original scripts to like explain what the plots of each thing were. And I do, all I remember is the name and general kind of cowboyness. but it was like, cause they had been these kind of cliffhangery serials that they were like, they could actually repurpose them for like, and remake them today the way yeah. they did with like Perry Mason. Sure. Yeah. Bruce Willis and, and James Garner made a movie called sunset or something. Skyhawk like or Nighthawk. No, it was Sunset. Sunset. It, it was about... Yes. And, and, uh, <laughs> it was and, Sunset. Uh, Bruce Willis was Tom Mix. Mm. And, and Garner was uh, Wyatt Earp, who lived oh. in to 1925 or so, you know, before he died, somewhere in there. 
<laughs> and it was interesting. Those two guys, uh, uh, Wyatt Earp was investigating something. I, I think it was at least 15% of it that was true. Yeah. It was kind of fun. <laughs> Speaking of truth, that, nice. that we, we just were talking about any which way but loose. Wasn't there a guy in it that was based on your Uncle Jim? I had, to, yeah. Uh, my Uncle Jack was very much like Jack. Yeah, and, and there was a guy in there named Jack Wilson, I think. Yeah. Uh, an actor whose name escapes me right now, but uh, it'll come to me in 20 minutes. That's what happens <laughs> later on in life, folks. Yeah, yeah, you can't Everything remember. Uh, the old delay. What is this it. story that everyone's heard before, but I can't remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where they used to bet on fistfights. Yeah. Those were the good old days. And one time... Yeah. Everybody go down to the lake. <laughs> we're going to bet on a fistfight. And people always <laughs> made my dad kick people out because... They knew. Oh, yeah. I worked in a uh, bar in Coronado. Mm. And for the longest time, I was confused. Why am I throwing everybody out? <laughs> and because the uh, both of the owners were big guys. And uh, one day I asked, I said, Jesus, some of these guys are kind of tough. They've taken swings at me. <laughs> and he said, well, I'll show you. Some guy came in. Uh, his name. Hey, a scary guy came in. Let's call him Greg. Yeah, let's call him Bobby. <laughs> Bobby Greg. And uh, he said, would you show him out? And I said, there's no way in the world I'm doing anything with this guy. He'll pull my arms out. And he said, watch this. He said, this is Jack Wilson's nephew. He's going to show you to your car. Do what you got to do. And he kind of stood up straight and we walked out. Yeah, and then that guy drove home drunk. (laughs) 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 It's the end of a perfect story. Ran over over my foot. (laughs) (laughs) On the way out. (laughs) I love it. You had the reputation. Like you were untouchable because of your uncle. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. Should we have this podcast have so many sections that we listen to some questions now? Absolutely. Let's, Let's do, do it. Let's do it all. And if you have an answer, have a seat, Father. Yes, of jump in. All right. People send questions in there. Jim, not Stephen. Did you guys know oh, That's our friend Lawrence and Edie Gourmet. <laughs> that's from. That's an answer. That's from Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> I remember there was like an S, and someone guessed that. Who's the guy with hair that's, like yours? That's Stephen. That hi, hi. Stephen. Stephen. Hi. Yeah, we usually he has a mustache too. Like I'm we pretty kind of much are. Now, yeah. I I just realized we're kind of twins. <laughs> kind of. All right. The first question is from uh, Dorcas Malorcas. Most regrettable summer fashion choice from the past. Oof. Oh, you might have a good. I can think of a few my dad had. <laughs> Why well, had those pants that were all bright flowers and the dude shoes? Oh. Yeah, those the, stick out. The dude shoes <laughs> that were very what much like they were. Uh, they were saddle oxfords with a heel that was about four or five inches. Yeah, you remember Pee Wee Herman dancing on a bar? Oh yeah, those yes. shoes. similar shoes to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what so was I that? Had those what? and damn it, I nineteen. Would you say? Out. Yeah. What year is that? Was 70? that seventy? That would be yeah, nineteen seventy. Hmm. This, this serious fashion back then. I the very first thing that popped into my head was eighth grade 
I wore, we went on a field trip to Marriott's Great America, the theme park, and me and my friend Holly Gardner wore matching white and purple striped rompers. So they were like, it was not, it was all one, it was like a onesie with shorts that looked like a skirt. The bib kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was very early 80s, you know, very pastel-y, but it was also, you had to take it entirely off to go to the bathroom because it was like one big thing, oh, um, which was very creepy at a theme park public bathroom yeah. to have to basically strip down. <laughs> and it was a very, it was just like too... Um, I just remember being intensely uncomfortable all day long. It was a bad choice. Mm. I had a lot of kind of like pale leg showing. Like I didn't think it through. It was one of those like junior high choices that you make and then later regret for the rest of your life. (laughs) Oddly, though, those rompers, what you just described has fully come back into fashion. They haven't. In fact, I just remembered my friend Holly Gardner sent me a picture so I, I can actually post a picture of the romper oh, that's i'm talking great. about yeah yeah and everyone yeah. will say i would wear that now yeah it's I, absolutely something that would be for sale at, at uh urban outfitters or whatever and this is my outfit i know i've talked about this but you said eighth grade and you also said amusement park when i was at the western montana fair all excited to be friends with ross and andy i wore my best those bermuda shorts that went to my shins a yellow button-up red suspenders and I'd curly that mullet and the lady that cut our hair put steps in the side. So I'd steps oh. shaved in the side, Uh-oh. curly mullet. And we got on the teacups and I'm no, I'm not a spinner. Um, not the term a lot of people. And, uh, and I knew I was going to throw up and I threw up on that outfit. <laughs> a little bit of it got on Ross and Andy, my new friends. And I think right then, uh, this girl Casey that I was kind of seeing in 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 uh, this, that was her that was seventh grade. She broke up with me because I threw up. <laughs> it was the worst outfit choice I've ever made. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. Sorry, I'm laughing that you hard. Know, every year, <laughs> Christopher would submit something in the art show at the county oh. fair, and he oh, won yeah. the blue ribbon every year. Is that true? For children. Yeah. Yeah, artistic stuff one year, and I helped a little maybe from time to time. We made an <laughs> army. Do you remember that army scene? Yeah. That had all the tanks and the people blown in half. And- it's the same as my miniature love of miniatures now. It's mm-hmm. exactly the same, except this was military and there was melted bloody men in the mud. Oh, yeah. That we, was fun. And the mud That's was made real. out of tile grout. Or paintings <laughs> or, or any artistic thing. and. The the last year you said, how long am I going to have to compete with these kids? <laughs> I want to compete with adults. No, yeah. I didn't. That? I felt yeah. terrible, though, because I, I, I drew like Pee Wee Herman or a fence post or something. Those are two things. Those aren't random. And I beat, I got best in show. And this guy had spent his <laughs> last twilight years carving a fucking rocking chair. <laughs> and I, and he's like, this has got to win. It's my last chance. <laughs> and then my shitty pencil drawing of Pee Wee Herman. Oh, that poor old guy. I did not like that feeling. But Chris, that's the county fair is a totally psychological game. You have to get in there and you have to beat people 
we're like face to face you have to beat them as people did so you, did you ever compete in the fair circuit i competed <laughs> yes uh because i was in 4-h as i've told you many oh, times yes and so we competed um we i showed sheep at the fair uh which was a nightmare pictures of that as well and <laughs> <clears throat> we took a class that was something it was kind of like it was basically kind of a home ex style 4-h class that we took and we competed this was the hilarious one we competed by setting up um place settings and everyone brought this a place setting and you had to do it set it a certain way and it had to have salad fork regular fork butter knife regular knife two plates there was like all these rules so you knew exactly how to make a perfect place setting but then you could get decorative and thematic and you could like totally trick it out however you wanted <laughs> um, did you and- have i i have a feeling did you you remember those they're like newsprint it's like Paper mache, but you, those napkin rings that are handmade. <laughs> yep. Those that you paint them, and that just looks like taffy from a theater. Right. Yeah. Little, <laughs> Little cylinder. Napkin rings were a big, a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. I got a. I think I got second place for that, and I was very proud because I just used my mom's dishes and placemats. I didn't like. There were some people who's like it, their mom went in and basically did it for them in front of everyone, and it was like crazy and themed out. So yeah, I felt proud. I felt a lot of pride. I always got a good uh, best design of a Pinewood Derby car in Scouts. Nice. And I think Dad <laughs> did most of the woodworking. Uh, <laughs> until now, I was proud of that. It was mostly Dad. It's teamwork. Yeah. Plus, you got to hide weight in the wheels. <laughs> no, I, I never cheated. All right. Should we do another question? Yeah, let's do another question. Let's do it. All right. This is from Liz Khalifa. If you could plan a parade to celebrate something or someone, what would it be? Oh, that's a great question. A parade planning. I love a parade. You do love a parade. <laughs> I love a parade. Is it? is it the lights and shows and dance? <laughs> I, I like a new chief executive. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be. Yeah, that's that's dad's answer. A parade celebrating a new chief executive. Oh, yes. God, yeah. please. Good one. Just about anybody. There's no one or any there's no one my dad talks about more than Mr. Trump. Yeah. <laughs> you should a, call my dad. You're you're very simpatico. The two gyms. What do you think of the guy? Do you think he's doing a good job, Dad? I I'm, uh, he scares me. He scares me. Yeah, he's scary. he scares a lot of it's, people. Yeah. I I would have a parade celebrating. Well, my favorite parade float ever was this these bulldogs that would ride down it was at the rose bowl parade and these all the other floats paled in comparison it was these dogs that would get on a conveyor belt jump on little snowboards and slide down on fake snow (laughs) and i i was i interviewed the dogs well i just jokingly did but i was around these dogs at dick van patten's natural balance food factory wow and uh and i was like can i please drop her yeah i do drop a lot of names 
Dick Van Patten. <laughs> Anyone ever hear of him? And you dropped it right to your dad, like almost confrontationally, like get Dick Van Patten, dad. We've already established <laughs> that I've only partially earned his respect. I thought Dick Van Patten would pull me That'll over. put you over the top. Uh, that's he, what. <laughs> that's I the name dropped against be, you there. I I I dress like a mailman, and I let these. Do- I pretended they were chasing me down the thing. I thought that'd be funny. Eight said, is enough. Eight is enough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I may have said that eight joke. Eight is plenty. There's like eight dogs on the float. I know I said that joke. No. I want to do a parade about those dogs. I love All right. Them. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Hey, I have a question. Would... Why, why do you have the small room? This other room was way bigger. How come you weren't in there? Why did... um? That's a good question. I guess this is going nowhere. I didn't like everything was going along. <laughs> everything was fine. He asking about rooms. Yeah. Thing. Then my dad's like, "Hey, Jesus, why did you choose this going? room over the other?" Oh, he's having an episode. <laughs> <laughs> there was less windows, and I wanted to sleep in. Guys, we can talk about this during the technical meeting after we record, and we're going to go over everything we screwed up. Don't worry, we have a chance to do this again. This goes through a labor, a laborious. Uh, editing process. While the post production on the, this thing. Uh, <laughs> podcast was nine minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want I want to answer, but this is kind of corny of me, but I mean it. My hometown of Petaluma, California, has the Butter and Eggs Day Parade every year. I think they do it in March or April. And it is the perfect parade. It's small town. My dad used to joke that um, he used to pretend like his bit was that he hated the parade. (laughs) And he'd always go, that thing, anyone could be in that thing. I could jump up and walk behind some people because it's like just small town enough where it's like the 4-H club and then like, you know, Susie's running for clerk and recorder. Exactly. Like the perfect kind of it. It's so but it's hilarious. And everyone gets really excited. And the little kids get so excited to like have candy thrown at them or whatever. It's just the most charming day. Yeah, I miss things like we had the monarch butterfly thing. Oh, Pacific Grove. Yeah, Pacific Grove. Yeah. Oh, you can you can find that Karen here. Three times yeah. a year. Yeah, parades like Those that. kinds of parades? Uh, yeah. But but are do you, I mean, they're not doing them in... Hey, kid, uh, how about a butterscotch in your eye? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what the parade's all about. Look at him crying. All, not, so many cell, cellophane injuries on children okay. all day. <laughs> no, not now. They, Missoula's doing, even though the numbers in Montana are pretty low, they're doing, there's still plexiglass everywhere and you can't go indoors. People are... Missoula is a liberal town, so since it's become this uh, political choice whether or not to wear a mask. Portland East. Is that what they say? (laughs) Yeah, they call Missoula Portland East. That's funny. Um, Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's pretty... People here are following the rules. I'm proud of it. Yeah. Should we do one last question? Yeah, one last question. Uh, This is from Family Hothead. What's the worst sunburn y'all ever had? Ooh. I like the y'all. Um, <laughs> boy. I, there has been times where I've been, I had to lay in bed and all my skin was peeling off, but I can't, I guess I'll just give you that I've, I've had second degree sunburns before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're a dark person. You don't get sunburn as much. Well, you haven't seen my thighs <laughs> and I'm going to keep it that way, father. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in the army, 
if you got a sunburn and couldn't show up in the morning, where they all stand in line, uh, that was uh, Article 15. You were prosecuted. Whoa. Well, Did you that were punished. You? Prosecuted sounds a little strong. You were punished. Mm. Mm. But they decide without a jury that you have to go. Yeah. Be in the kitchen so, peeling So everybody potatoes. that got a sunburn had these heavy clothes uh, full of starch <clears throat> dragging on their shoulders. So I guess that would be the worst thing. Oh, man. Yeah, that's the punishment right there. When's your worst sunburn? Your fair skin. Um, well, I think it was probably, I was probably in like 13 or t- probably, and it was at Blue Lake, which is where we used to go on vacation every summer. And we are all laying out on a float. And I just, I don't know, I just kind of pretended it didn't matter that I wasn't putting on any sunblock, even though we'd always gotten sunburn. And my dad was like a very early adapter of sunblock and always used it because he was a redhead. Um, and I just got like completely scorched in, in that way where you can't, when you go to bed, you can't, there's no right. direction to lay that isn't horrible. Um, yeah. And then I, after that, started wearing sunblock like religiously and then you know, it's perfect. A perfect transition into my goth phase. Yes, yes. <laughs> Keeping it pale for the last 20, 30 years. Just for style. Yeah, they, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's hard. When you have a rebellious phase, you don't want to uh, practice it with sunscreen. Uh, it's yeah. got to be itself. Yeah. All right. Well, those were good Q&A questions. They were. That was a nice way to wrap up this talk concert hey thanks for including me great to Absolutely. see you girlfriend great to see you too that was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> girlfriend <laughs> usually he's, he's so great yes to queen see you. <laughs> yeah i love it uh-huh. usually no it was great to meet you jim it's been so long we've yeah. talked about you so much on the show i feel like i do know you so it's really nice to see you and That's say cool. hi to you thank you yeah yeah, yeah. and now, great it was awesome hit the bricks yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> Thank you, Daddy. I'll t- okay. let me get. Oh, <laughs> bye, bye. Wow, we did I a long it. episode. Yeah, I know this was long. It's okay. This is great. It's long and good. I. It's how nice to meet your dad and get to talk to him and have him tell dad stories. I was really That's excited. My favorite. I was really excited for you to meet him. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's so great. Yeah. Also, when he did the radio voice for one second, that was really impressive. It was like classic radio voice. Oh, even when I was a kid, I thought he sounded like a news person. Yeah, yeah he, has. he does. Yeah. Whereas I have a version of it, but it's kind of nasally and muppety, but his is full on broadcast. Yeah. Uh, Ted Donaldson. He's, it's felt like he was breaking in with the weather. It was really exciting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Well, cool. I, that was a fun episode. It's good to see you, friend. It's great to see you, too. I'm I'm so glad you're in Montana and with family and, you know, with and your I'm, people. And I'm going to go to the lake again this weekend. Great. I'm not, I'm just. But yeah, thank you for giving me permission to be here a month. I think I'm going to do it. <laughs> Take I, that month. Absolutely. Maybe I'll. Yes, we'll do a part two and yeah. we can change all the paintings in the background. Okay. The next yeah. time you have it <laughs> or go into the other room. Yeah. Next yeah, time. He was just asking why did this was my bedroom? <laughs> why did I choose it? And I'm afraid it was because I the windows. It's like, oh, do I want to 
have the blinding sunlight wake me up when my first class is at noon, that kind of mm. thing. And I was an alcoholic, probably. Oh, well, it works. <laughs> it does work for me. <laughs> it works for teens. No, I'm Can't kidding. deny I, it. I wasn't. Normal, normal college partying. Sure. Yes, yes. Absolutely, Chris. Certainly, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Karen. <laughs> absolutely. Thank you. That's great. You've, uh, you've, uh, you've all been listening to Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N. Do the screaming. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Uh, with Karen and Chris.